0: Welcome to the Wannabe Gaming Podcast. It's Tuesday, January 29, 2019. This is episode number three. I'm Brett Jackson. Joining me is Michael Dewey.
1: Hey, I want to remind everybody that they can reach out to us on Twitter. You can find Brett at I am Brett Jackson on Twitter, or you can find myself, Michael Dewey, at MichaelDewey99. That's Dewey, D E W E Y, 99 on Twitter. If you want to reach out to the podcast itself, if you're having a hard time finding Brett or myself, you can reach out to our main Twitter at, that is WBGCast or Wannabe Gaming Cast. So WBGCast on Twitter as well. I want to welcome all the new listeners who are here. Uh, if anybody is curious how we are got this all started and why we are making podcasts about video games, short version is we're... We're by a group of four guys who like to play video games, and there is Brett, myself, Michael, uh, Brian, and Dom. The four of us went to college together. We had a lot of fun time, ty- fun playing co- uh, had a lot of fun playing video games in college. There we go. And <laughs> you know, then we all left college and moved all across the U.S. and It's just kind of been our way to keep in contact and stay connected. Dom is definitely the worst one of the four of us for sure. And Brett is definitely the best one. Brett carries us quite a bit. So Brian and I are re- pretty much in the middle. But I mean, if we're going to be really honest, Brian's probably the second best, and I'm the second worst. So um, uh,
0: you can say whatever you want. He's not here.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's true. I'm, I'm the I'm the second best. Brian's Brian, the worst. Brian's like way down there. I mean, um, sucks. <laughs> but uh, it's only when I have if I have my echinacea tea, then then I'm pretty good. You know, that's my performance enhancing drug. <laughs> so. Um. (laughs) No, I was sick for a while and I was drinking tea and for some reason I was really good after drinking the tea. It really has nothing to do with it, you know. But anyways, that's why we're talking about it. That's why we want to be doing a podcast is Brett and I found ourselves talking about video games all the time. And so we just thought, hey, it'd be kind of fun to spend an hour or so talking, recording ourselves and doing it pretty much for the four of us. And if anybody else finds us, then welcome. You're welcome to interact with us, engage with us. Uh, if you're on Xbox One on Friday night, we might stream one of these nights. Who knows? So, yeah. So, Brett, what are you playing right now? What's what's the game that you're enjoying the most this week?
0: Um, I would say I'm kind of ready to be done with Assassin's Creed. I've been playing that a lot. Um, just trying to get through it. I'm enjoying it. It's relaxing, and I the story is pretty interesting. So I'm. I, I'm enjoying it. I just It's one of those games that's so long that I if I stop and come back to it in six months, I won't remember anything. So I, I'd like to finish those types of games and then move on to something else. Uh, so that's what I've been working on. But also Celeste, in between everything, man, I, I just am really enjoying Celeste uh, a lot, uh, more than I thought I would. <laughs> <laughs> and awesome. It was free because um, it, it was on Games with Gold. I, I don't remember when, but yeah, it's, it's really good. It's kind of in the vein of Super Meat Boy, which is okay. I didn't really love like love or hate that game, whatever, but it the music is just super good. So it it just keeps pushing me to try and unlock more and more of the track so I can hear more of the music. That's awesome. So if
1: anybody's interested on Celeste, by the way, it is a it's spelled differently than what you'd think. It's not your typical S O L E S T. Um, it's actually C-E-L-E-S-T-E. So. If you're wanting to look that game up, you'll have to spell it with a C as opposed to with an S. Yeah, Um, my game that I've been playing this week, slowly but surely working through, is Red Dead. I'm still trying to get through that game. It's going to take me a long time. The truth is I don't have a lot of time to play in the evenings uh, because I have my other podcast that I'm working on, which is my fantasy football one for our league there. And then I'm also a dad. I have two great little girls, and so I spend some time with them in the evenings and so sometimes i'm just kind of tired and don't really want to do video games but i am very much enjoying the red dead experience i have just now gotten out of the tutorial and am now starting to do my own missions and still along the main storyline but able to explore more and it's it's a lot of fun um so you want to talk a little about some news that's happened this week brett
0: yeah let's get into it um so Uh, Assassin's Creed, we talked about, I I mean, I've been playing it a lot. Uh, so that's kind of where my mind's been at a little bit. We talked about this last week where the DLC, uh, one of the DLCs that they pushed with the, you know, they kind of locked you into a romantic choice, um, in one of the story DLCs, which also then, uh, made you have to have a kid. (laughs) And then one of the achievements was based on like having a baby and, um, doing that kind of thing. And then everybody got mad and and then eventually uh, I guess Ubisoft decided to uh, reverse what they originally said um, because uh, they first said they were going to just, you know, we can't change anything. It's kind of set in stone. and uh, But we I think they said they were going to change the name of the achievement uh, from, I, I can't remember what it was, but they were going to change the name of the achievement, sure. But now they've come out and said that they're just going to, uh, they're, I think they're rewriting some of it. Let me bring up the article here. I was reading. It's on IGN is the one I'm reading. Here we go. So the official article is like um, it says they're making changes to it's called Shadow of Heritage DLC to better reflect the nature of the r- relationship for players selecting a non-romantic storyline. So it sounds like they're just doing uh, some work to kind of give people options, I believe and not lock people into a specific um, path that way, which, I mean, take it or leave it. I don't, I don't know why they originally would have wrote it that way just because they're trying to give people options throughout the rest of the game, uh, so it seems a little disconnected.
1: Yeah. I, I. Honestly, I'm fine with the fact that they want to do this. Um, again, it'll be very interesting to see how sales of the DLC uh, change. If, if, if at all, really, that's going to be my biggest question to see if it actually really changes anything.
0: And I don't even know how well their DLCs do anyway. I Like, I don't, I don't know. I never buy DLC for stuff like that usually, so I would imagine there's already a huge drop-off for people that have moved on. But I think at this point, they're probably just doing it to kind of, like, just get their name out of the headlines <laughs> um, for people being mad. So, I mean... I, I, I don't know. doesn't really matter. Yeah. Who cares? But um, But hopefully people will just be like, just just be happy with Assassin's Creed. If you don't like the DLC, don't play it.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Speaking of companies and having more PR type messages, uh, this one I actually I agree with and I think is a really awesome thing uh, with Metroid Prime 4. So that was announced, I think, a year and a half ago or two years ago at uh, E3. And yeah, that's right. everybody was super excited about it, super stoked about that game coming out. And then we didn't hear anything for like two years. And they finally just made an announcement recent this week saying, we don't really like the quality of the game and we're starting over. And I, I respect companies that do that personally. I think, I think that's the right message to say because... It, there's nothing wrong with saying that you were you messed up and you are you wanted to do the right thing because everybody was really excited about the game. I think people have been more frustrated if just a crappy game came out with it and they kind of
0: oh, ran yeah, the,
1: sure. the, yeah, the genre through the mud. And so the fact that they came out and they said, here's the deal, we messed up. We fully admit this is not to the quality and the standard that we want it to. We're going to now partner with the original um site that made the original Metro Prime over in the US and we are going to make a better product and we're starting from scratch so pretty much is telling us we have a long ways to go before it's going to be released but they're actually taking the time to really do a good job so I I like that I personally think it's a fantastic message even though it kind of sucks it's going to be a little bit later that we get it but I have faith in the fact that they're going to release something good.
0: I know it makes you wonder how, I mean, because they're giving it to Retro Studios who made, I, I'm not a super like player of Metroid, so I don't know a ton about the original series. Uh, I think there was three games. Well, yeah, there's three, and this is the fourth. I don't think there was any spinoffs or anything, but um, but they were reviewed super well. Like Everybody loved those games um, when they were out, um, but it's weird that they say i they didn't go into it too much but they said like literally like we're starting over which is crazy because it's been in development for probably about two years now so does that mean like they're literally scrapping everything maybe not maybe they're you know pulling some of the art and some of the some of the stuff over but it really the way they made it sound was that they're just saying nope we're just doing it we're starting over with a different studio which is crazy but i mean you know, it's Nintendo. They don't want to make bad games, especially not in the uh, in the line of some of their most beloved characters. I think people would be furious if Metroid 4 was mediocre. Yeah,
1: I mean, you look at how a lot of the other companies right now are, If it, as the consumer of video games, it's starting to feel like people are, the developers are putting out quantity rather than quality, and people are starting to notice and starting to show it in their what they're willing to pay for. And I think Nintendo, because of that, is actually going to be on the rise. I mean, they just the other piece of news here that we can transition over to that's really awesome for Nintendo is they overtook PS4 for total consoles sold and gross um, income for 2018. So that they are the console to beat in 2018 now, and so that that's pretty cool. I was not expecting Nintendo to come back so strong with the Switch and everything, but they did a fantastic job.
0: Yeah, I know. I mean, I and a lot of people will probably say, you know, it's, it's the end of the generation for Sony and Microsoft. So I mean, and Microsoft's not even in the race, because they're in last. But I, I mean, it's the switch, though. It's like, it's pretty much just a giant 3DS. Like, it seems crazy that it's doing so well with as many crazy weird effing things there are about the switch still um because like the multiplayer is garbage um and there's the online framework that they have is just weird like and the the way you have to use your the phone app to like do certain things and like the way that if you want to i don't know there's just so many things about the switch that are backwards when you compare it to something like a ps4 or an xbox one
1: but the thing Um, that they're kind of forward with is they made the console portable again. You know, when we were younger, the big thing was you'd pack up your N64 and you'd go to your friend's house, and it was fairly easy to do. You know, and it's not like the N64 or PS4 is that much bigger, but you don't really want to carry around a big Xbox One or, or go to your friend's house with it. With the Switch, you can easily just take your whole console with you, and just pick it up and go.
0: No. Yeah. And and I mean, it's, I can speak for it. I owned a switch at launch, like for about a year probably. And it's, it's an awesome piece of hardware. Like it works really well. And for, for what it is, like it's a good value and it, it, it really comes down to the games. And I think they've just been, they nailed some of the games that first year it was out, uh, which is one of the reasons I got the switch right away. Um, And I I don't have it anymore just because a, a lot of their games are not, my cup of tea so once i kind of got through the stuff that i wanted i really didn't have a reason to keep owning it for a while so i i got rid of it, it as like i can pick another one up later if i want to but um but for a lot of those nintendo fans i think they just keep nailing it they keep coming out with good games even if it is like retreads kind of like but i mean the latest one Smash Ultimate, that crushed i i think that was in that article too of smash was the top selling game in december i believe so it's like um, there's, it's not just the hardware being amazing and mobile and, and different. It's like, they're coming out with really good games. Um, pretty consistently. If I remember
1: uh, right, uh, Ninja, who is like the big Fortnite, uh, player when smash came out, he was talking on Twitter about trying to get people to play as well, play with him on it. So, I mean, that also kind of helps when you have the number one video game athlete out there talking about your game. So
0: No. Yeah. I think, I mean, props to Nintendo, uh, they deserve the success. I think it's exciting for them to have the success, uh, with such a weird type of product. Um, just because I feel like it creates more different experiences in the industry. Um, and Sony and Microsoft need competition. (laughs) It's, It's good to have a third player. That's like not in the background anymore. And Nintendo is definitely in it at this point. Um, so that's exciting. Uh, but I guess from there, uh, Interesting enough, we talked about GameStop a week or two ago on one of these podcasts. They were being considered for... There was rumors going around that they were going to be bought out. Um, and I think people have been kind of predicting doom and gloom for GameStop for a while now. And there was rumors going around that they were going to be bought and maybe, like, at least give their company a few more years. Uh, but then, I guess, it came out today. Is this today? Yeah, the 29th. That's what... I'm on Aegean again. Um That they announced, GameStop announced that, uh, in a statement, that they were they are no longer um, pursue a buyer for their company, um, which they've been discussing for you know since last summer, and, and as soon as they, I. Let me see. Let me read this specifically because I'm not really sure I understand why. But they said GameStop's board has now terminated efforts to pursue a sale of the company due to the lack of available financing on terms that would be commercially acceptable to a prospective acquirer. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense to me. But um, as soon as they uh, released that statement, uh, their stock dropped by 27%. <laughs> in the, it says that's the lowest in 14 years. So. I, I, don't, I don't know yeah, what that go, says but... to
1: me is they are not making money and so nobody would want to, it's yeah. not worth buying yeah. out a company that's not going to make money. And I mean, if you read in the article as well, it said that they last year had a $400 million deficit and that's including after selling a portion of their company for $700 million. So if you think about it that way, they were, they, if they didn't sell that portion, they would have been at a $1 billion loss.
0: I think, um, they're, I mean, their whole market seems like it's based on people buying and selling used products and they mark everything up so much. Um, so I think just as digital stuff has gotten cheaper and other retailers have gotten better and it's just it doesn't make sense to go to GameStop anymore for almost literally yeah. anything. <laughs> um, so just because they, they haven't shifted their it's terrible. They're terrible for the consumer like they, they haven't gotten any better. Um, so I don't know. I would probably um, not be too sad if they went under. <laughs> I think it would be you need probably to spend better for all of
1: your your GameStop.
0: Yeah, yeah. my gift card money. <laughs> yeah, I have, I have used GameStop now and then for uh, trade trade ins or whatever when they have like percentage stack deals and stuff. So I have some on a gift card. I need to transfer it all over to like Microsoft my Microsoft yes. account. Um, just yeah, so definitely. I have it there. But yeah, I need to get on that. But anyways, that's GameStop. Long live GameStop. Um, but they can go to hell. <laughs> the anyways, big news. Um, speaking of, yeah, speaking of the big news. Okay, I like you too. So the it. big
1: news is Anthem. <laughs> so Anthem had their not beta, but their demo this weekend. Yeah, the which, IKEA demo. It, that that alone, I want to talk about that for a little bit in a second. But they had their demo this weekend, and. They, it was for the exclusives. People who had pre-ordered, as well as anybody who had EA access, you could play the demo, and you were given up to three, or is it two, um, codes so that friends could play with you.
0: Yeah, up to three codes. Uh, it, I mean, eventually, once yeah, I got so that, the
1: codes. and that's part of the whole thing. So, uh, so it happened this weekend. Um, there's a lot of mixed reviews on what people think, how they think it went. Um, i was not able to play Brett was able to play so he'll be able to speak more to the actual gameplay of it um it was i watched a whole bunch of gameplay watched a whole bunch of reviews um, because that's a game that the, the our group has been somewhat interested in playing you know it, for those who don't know much about anthem you know if you google it watch a few videos you'll see that it pretty much feels a lot like destiny if you play destiny at all it's going to feel a little bit like that as opposed to being in a first-person aspect. It's going to be in a third person, but it's still the same space mix of uh, magic and shooting as well as you know, flying. Um, like I said, space-type sci-fi world with interesting space creatures. And so it looked very pretty, very beautiful in terms of the graphics and the play style and the you know motions and all that stuff. So that being said, um, where do you want to go first? Do You want to go over the gameplay, or do you want to talk about the weekend in terms of success or not?
0: Um, maybe let's talk about the gameplay. Let's talk okay. about the positives first. Um, then we can then we can <laughs> okay. rip into them. Um, I the I mean, for my perspective, I didn't. I probably only played maybe like two or three hours of the the demo. Um, I did some free play, just running around trying to get a handle on like the movement and stuff um and then just kind of seeing I, di- I didn't unlock um a javelin an additional javelin so i just had like the the starter one that they give you which had like a few basic abilities and and just like i had just like a machine gun that i was using or whatever like an auto rifle and and then i did let's see i did a, a one of the a few of the missions like they're kind of like quest missions that you'll like you know accept a quest from an npc and then you'll go out on an expedition to the map and do that. You can do that solo or you can do that as a group. You can queue for it in quick play. Um, and then do like get quick matched with um, like three other people. Uh, and then they have um, like a dungeon kind of gameplay um, almost. And that I tried, but it never worked for me. That That's part of the the um, the bad side. So we can talk about that a little later, but I, I, I could never get that to work. Um but I don't know, for my for my part, the gameplay is like, it's really intriguing. Like, I don't want to call it great because um, it's really rough around the edges, I think. Um, but it's a lot more interesting to me than something like Destiny has been. Uh, the guns don't, it doesn't feel like Destiny uh, in the way that it shoots. Um, it's really, really kind of like scattershot and floaty, like you're not going for headshots on all these guys over and over Mm, like you do with destiny um at at least not with the guns that i tried and it's a lot more based around uh using abilities um than it is around using your gun at least for the time that i played like you you're using your gun for sure but it's once you get face up those like heavy guys there'll be like a bunch of little um easy guys that you can just like nailed like mow down with your gun and then there's a lot of guys that started running at me with like shields in the front and they're just heavy units and whatever but for those guys like you have to use your abilities you have to use movement um to shoot them in the back or and you it's whereas destiny i feel like is more you have the ability but but they're kind of just dressing like on top of your gun and like you don't if depending on like needing to move around and like do the really hard stuff like you kind of just want to use your gun in Destiny and you're like going for those headshots and doing that. And in Anthem, it's more the opposite. Like you have your gun um, and you're using it, but it's more about like movement and doing your abilities at the right time and comboing with the other people in your group and that kind of thing to get like more damage on the units, Um, which is really interesting to me. It feels a lot like kind of like Mass Effect mixed with Dragon Age in a game that, is supposed to be destiny. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, And I mean, it makes sense because it's a Bioware game, but it, I guess, I I think it feels closest to like the way Mass Effect Andromeda played, which is not bad. Like the combat in that game was probably the one thing about that game that was actually decent. Um, So it feels like they kind of just took that at least part of those systems in Andromeda and, added a lot onto them because they have the flight now and they have the, you know, the javelins. There's a lot more movement that you can do than there was in Andromeda. Um, So it it feels solid for the most part. It's just that on the other side, the performance was really awful. So I, I can't really speak to all of it because I don't feel like I got a super accurate representation of what it actually is supposed to feel like um, for a lot of it. But when it, when it worked, it was actually pretty fun. So I, and I want to try it with a group of people to see what that's yeah,
1: like. you know from all the videos that I saw, you you kind of hit it on the head. There was a lot of abilities being used. Destiny they have you know the they even the warlock is pretty much you know you have the different elements, but you the only special ability or warlocky type ability is your ultimate that you use. Um, this one it seemed like it, the different videos I watched, you know, you had ice and you had fire that you were throwing, so you're like throwing fireballs and you're throwing ice balls and you're throwing electricity around. And so, yeah, it did seem more ability based than uh weapon based. Um, because yeah, in Destiny, you just sit there and the critical headshots, no matter what gun you have, is the most important thing, you just pop, 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 pop constantly. And so, um So I see, like I said, visually, it looks beautiful. Um, Concept-wise, it seems intriguing. Um, Some negatives in terms of gameplay that I saw and I heard about. Oh, actually, one more positive, sorry. Positive is it's very customizable. Everybody has been mentioning how excited they are about how you can customize your armor and your look so much that it seems to be like a really great game for people to feel very unique and very special to their own hero.
0: Yeah, it looks really good. Like the and I don't know a hundred percent of what they're planning to do with like micro microtransactions and all that deal, like so who knows? It's kind of like still out on what they're planning to do with the store and all that. But at least in the demo, like all the colors were unlocked, all the textures and stuff for your armor was unlocked, and um, there's a lot of options, like <laughs> to be able to customize your stuff right off the Right off the bat, which is really um, exciting to me because it, it, it means that everybody hopefully will end up looking a lot different. Um, and there'll be a lot of stuff to play around with there. I, I didn't really get any armor, uh, at least like additional looking armor in, in the game. I've seen people that did, so I know that there's options there. I just didn't play enough to to get a bunch of drops that like were starting to change the appearance of my guy. Um, and yeah, so I think... There's a, there's a lot of stuff there and I'm just, I don't know quite how like in depth it goes, but it, it looks like on the surface of it, that it's a little bit deeper than destiny in terms of like how much variety there is and maybe how many different options there are to play with, um, where destiny is pretty, is pretty straightforward and you kind of get what you get and then you just, you're, if you like it, then good. Yeah, (laughs) exactly.
1: Um, So some negatives about it, I mean, there's quite a few from what I've been hearing. Uh, People who played the tank class, um, what is the tank class called again? Do you remember? I want to say a Titan, but it's not Titan.
0: Uh, That's in Destiny. The one in Anthem is Colossus, I think. A Colossus, thank you. So some issues that people have said
1: with the Colossus is you have your massive shield and it's great and you have your taunting ability, which is great, but once you use your shield and you have your shield up you really can't do anything else there's no you know it's not very yeah you kind of take all the tension and then your shield gets melted really quickly and then it's like well what was the point of that um the colossus seems like very um you're not able to solo very well when you're colossus and so it's going to be required to be a party type one and so that that can be kind of rough if you like to play any sort of tanking class which then might make it almost impossible to have a full raid party cuz to find somebody who really wants to play a gimpy class compared to the other ones not really sure um so that was probably one of the first big negatives is is the colossus class and how that all kind of um showcased itself um other things that were a little bit odd is was like Looting, looting was really strange in there. When you go through and do your big battle and big boss, you know, when you're done in typical games, there's like a chest you open and you feel like the instant gratification of the loot that you got and the excitement of what you got and, you know, how excited you got the legendary or epic or whatever it is, uh, piece. But with this one, you'll kill the boss and then there's nothing like you don't know what you got. Until all of a sudden you'll go to a loading screen for experience. And then about a minute and a half later after that, you get another loading screen that tells you what you got. So it's almost two minutes after the fact that you kill a boss and going through loading screens that you even find out what you got from the loot, which is kind of almost anticlimactic. You know, it's kind of like you lose that momentum of excitement of the fight i feel like and the instant dopamine release shall we say of achieving something so i don't know i feel like they need to address that personally it just seems so blah after you get something
0: no i I, and i didn't do that dungeon thing, so i didn't experience like beating that final spider boss or whatever it was and then not like having anything trigger but i did uh get a few like you know chests out in the world or uh, get a chest like after um doing like a quest or whatever, and then yeah, you go you have to wait until you go back to that like end of mission screen, um, where it like tallies up your XP, and then you and then after that, you'll see like here's all the stuff you got, and then it, it it's kind of like destiny where you when you pick up an item, it's like it's kind of like an engram in destiny, like you'll see like a green orb thing pop out, and you pick that up, and then you get the all you see is like you found a common item or you found an uncommon item, uh, but it doesn't tell you what it is, which is similar to destiny. That's the, uh, in when destiny, you have to go back to town and like decrypt everything. And then you find out what you get, which is kind of fun in itself in a way, like, because, you know, you, it's, you're playing the lottery game there, but uh, in Anthem, like there's just not enough, like fine tuning of like the things that pop off when you get, those items but also like at the end game screen is just like i, I think part of it was because i didn't really understand what anything was <laughs> or like what the stats are yet because i wasn't really paying attention to like learning the systems yet uh but there's also i read on the um one of the f- forum posts that some of the updates they're already i think pushing that are ready for launch uh are like there was no audio cues there's no like nice sound that plays when you pick up an uh, item exactly uh, and there's, yeah And they said, though, that that's something that actually they've already fixed, I think, on the production version of the game. Uh, I don't think it's going to be in the next demo, but it's like in the launch version, like in the patch that's for the launch version. There's already like separate audio sounds that play based on the rarity of the item that you get. Um, So at least at least they know that like it's not where it needs to be. And they're already hopefully I think it'll be better for launch um because yeah it's it's really anticlimactic like you said it's not very fun to get items and i never got anything beyond the green so um it's like i i guess i'm just used to train i'm trained to think that green is just garbage so i didn't really get it that excited about anything Um, Yeah, but yeah there there's work to be done i'm i'm trying to think where i should go next because i honestly i had a pretty bad experience um for for the most part i wasn't um didn't have a ton of time to play but i loaded that game up on friday morning just to see because i wanted to get the friend codes uh and send them out to you guys to see if we could play on friday night and the demo launched at 9 a.m i think uh my time pacific time and i didn't i don't think i got in until maybe six six or seven that's because it was down all day, like the servers crashed all day, I think for like the first nine hours or something, like it didn't even work. <laughs> Did you hear <laughs> and,
1: by the and, way that it crashed even like the battlefield servers?
0: yeah, like all the e a servers all the sports games like went down and <laughs> everything went down um I don't know what happened like if they just i would assume like they're prepared for it i it's just not i don't know, I don't know what the problem was, but so that that was a rough start for for just getting into the game alone. But then once I got into the game to try it for a couple hours, like I guess the main beef that I have with the game is the frame rate is not great. At least for the majority of the time that I played, it is not anywhere close to 60. Really? I, I think that De- I don't know if Destiny's 60 or not either. Um, uh, especially even on Xbox one, I know on PC you can probably hit it, but I think destiny might be, at 30 on console, but there's no way that was 30 either for some of it. Like it's, it drops pretty hard, um, in certain cases, <laughs> whereas destiny is at least like for what destiny is, I'm not a super fan, but at least the performance of it is usually pretty solid. Um, so there's, there's some optimization to be done. I'm not sure if that's like something that's going to be there at launch, um, or not. Uh, I don't know if it was network stuff that was tanking the frame rate or if it's just not optimized or I'm not sure. But it makes me wary of it just because it was pretty rough for some of it. Um, apart from that, like I had a lot of network issues like with, ru- there's a lot of rubber banding. So like you'd be with a group of like three people trying to do a mission and then all of a sudden like you would just get teleported back like where you were like 10 seconds before and then that would just keep happening. So you're literally can't do anything or like enemies will just teleport all over the place because the server is trying to figure out where everybody is. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of issues. Um, I didn't play like a ton. Uh, I didn't play any on Sunday. So like that, this is mainly like uh, some Friday night briefly. And then the majority of my time was on Saturday afternoon when it was still pretty rough. And I don't know if it was cleaned up at all on Sunday, but for, I talked to Dom too, and he was trying on Sunday and he, he couldn't play at all. So I, th- there's a lot of issues um just for that weekend. So it, it makes me nervous for what they're going to have at launch because that's not too far away. <laughs> Seriously.
1: Um, Which kind of brings me to one of my points that, towards the beginning of why do they call it a demo? Um I know that this yeah, may be, I have no idea. This may be me just kind of being hung up on semantics a little bit and I can just let it go. But I guess the thing that bugs me is a demo to me implies a little bit more polish than this. Um, a beta implies, hey, you get early access to try some things out. We acknowledge there's going to be some rough points to it, but hey, we want to give use of early access, right? So, like, I know again, it's realistically, if you're probably in the industry, most people would be like, well, there's not much of a difference between a demo and a, a beta. But it just to me, PR wise, seems like you should have just called it a beta, because I mean, next weekend's a beta, <laughs> so yeah. I, no,
0: yeah. Well, I th- I actually don't know if they're calling next week next weekend a beta or not. I think it might be. I forget what they called it. I think they might be calling it open demo. <laughs>
1: they're like, really stuck still on the using demo.
0: demo, but it's... <laughs> But it's open. Yeah. And I, I'm with you. I, I mean, it it is schematics, but it's like, I don't want the, like there was for years and years, we, it still happens in the industry a lot. Like people will have betas, but it's really just like a release version. Like it's not a test. It's just a It's like, why aren't you calling this a demo? Because like, this isn't a beta, a beta is supposed to be a test. And like, this is the reverse of like, why are you calling this a demo? Like this is a beta. (laughs) Um, but I'll, it's so close to launch that I don't know if this can even be, cons- is, can it even be considered a beta at this point? Cause the game already went gold. Like it's on discs shipping to people. I mean, I know they're probably working on their adding to their day one patch uh, with all the bugs that they're finding. But
1: <laughs> yeah, day one patch is going to be like yeah. 50 gigs.
0: <laughs> it's there's so many problems. Like, and I'm not sure like if, if like most of the problems that I experienced were like, game bugs that they need to fix or just like they're trying to optimize their servers for all the people that are like hammering everything I I don't know but it just makes me nervous and it really made me like I was thinking about you know maybe I should pre-order because like in some places you can get like you know like a $10 like Best Buy gives you like a $10 gift card or I think Amazon does as well like if you pre-order um certain games So I was like, oh, man, yeah, I'm really into this idea. And then I played that demo and I was like, nope, (laughs) I'll wait a while. Um, And I mean, I'll play, I I hope at least it's working maybe next weekend a little bit so we can all get in and try, like, even if it's just a mission or two, just because I'd like to give the whole group perspective on what Anthem actually is and kind of feel what it's like to play. But I do not have confidence it's going to work. But um, yeah, well, we'll just have to wait and see. But yeah man, I don't I don't know. I I would be nervous if I was over there because I feel like that gave an awful impression of their game to anybody who tried it. Um and I don't know. I mean, the the people that got to try it this weekend were only people that either have EA access or paid for a pre-order and they're kind of <laughs> um, pissed. And I think yeah, it's like so and rightfully so cuz it's like what I don't I don't know how they I don't. I don't know. It's shocking. It is shocking how bad the performance was in that demo.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I. Uh, it, it's almost like you have no words anymore because it's. Yeah. I mean, in EA. Yeah, that was the other thing too. That a lot of people said is, you know, oh, it's just EA. You know, you got to get used to the fact that EA sucks and they're ruining everything. And so, what else do we expect from EA? Which I guess at some point is like, all right, yeah, maybe we have to acknowledge that and accept that. But that I hate I hate accepting that because I hate that as an excuse. Yeah, yeah,
0: I'm not I'm not giving them my money anymore. Um, uh, Yeah, I think um, what was I going to say? It's it's just a rough experience on the whole. I think for a demo, but especially for something this close to launch. If it was like two months ago, I would be like, "Wow, you guys got a lot of work to do," but you know, you got two months. But it's it's gold already. Like it already. They already announced that. So, man, weird. Yeah, yeah it's
1: pretty pretty odd. But um, I think that's where a good spot for us to end for this week. So uh, thank you, everybody, who stuck around. Um, sorry for the technical difficulties that we've been having today. We're going to work on getting those straightened away. Um, hopefully, my post-production, yeah, we'll you don't even notice it.
0: Yeah, yeah. If you didn't notice until now, then just forget, forget yeah. about that.
1: <laughs> well, we'll talk to you again next week, guys.
0: All right, see you.